Welcome to MIA 2K, your ticket from Miami to Seoul. We're Kathy and Laura, and we're so happy you could join us today. You probably know us from, just kidding, you don't know us yet. We're just two Miami girls with obsessive fandom tendencies who fell into the inescapable void of Korean entertainment. And we're here to share our insights and spill all the tea only grown fans like us can enjoy. We've done all the research and acclimating so you don't have to. Before we begin, please make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you love visuals like us, you can watch us on our YouTube channel. We drop episodes with our hot and sunny takes every week. So as you saw last week, we had to cut our episode in half because we got <laughs> carried away talking about our biases to no one's surprise. Like Laura and I talk every day on WhatsApp for hours endlessly. And I don't know how we didn't realize that we were going to not be able to hold back yeah. on going crazy on this episode. So welcome to part two of getting to know our biases. <laughs> also, we're not sorry. This is a two-parter. <laughs> we're having too much fun and you should join in the fun because... Because why not? Exactly. And now onto the group that gave us all the grown testosterone we needed and whom we're so excited to crossing our fingers, hopefully see back together soon. We're manifesting it. It's happening. God seven. Can I start with them? You can start. You can, you can okay. go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm not going to claim any ownership here because you <laughs> brought me into this mess. So go for it. So. God said it was actually one of the first groups that I noticed. I don't remember why. I think it was because of Jackson. He was really, really popular on my TikTok feed. And he was, I saw so many videos of Jackson went from China. Like Ryan knows Jackson went from China. Like everybody knows Jackson went from China. So because of him, I started to get into God seven. I watched a video of them during Christmas, 2020, where William, I watched a video and he was wearing a skirt or like a dress over a underneath a sweater and he looked so good. Point was, I first started when I first got into Got Seven, it was Jackson, and then I saw that video and I was like, no, Yugium. And then I was like, wait a second, I've been wrong. It's not. It's JB. And you know what? I was right. He is perfect. He is actually our only shared bias because I officially. shoved him officially because I shoved him down Kathy's throat and I don't feel bad about it. I really can, don't. Can I say really quickly though, that I feel like yu gi is still one of your infinity stones as a kid. Yes. <laughs> like he's yes. <laughs> it's true. He's still there. But so JB is one of our official shared bias and we have no jealousy there is no toxicity in this household because he's perfect and there's enough of him to go around when we got to them like super super got into them they had basically just broken their relationship with jyp i had known them for a little bit more so i was really excited about where they were going to go and one of the greatest things that came out of 2021 was JB joining Higher Music, uh, which is one of Jay Park's labels. So I, he's, he's, he's great. He is a talented producer. He's a talented lyricist. He's a talented singer. He's a talented dancer. He has a great personality because he's a little shy, 
but also has big dick energy. He, I mean, what else can you say, Kathy? Help me out. I just love him so much. So our leader, Nim, JB, mm. I had no choice but to stand. And that is <laughs> the crude reality of it all. When Laura introduced me to God 7, it was via Jackson Wang from China. I knew Jackson went from China and his memes and all his things before I knew anything about God 7. And then I saw you calling my name mm-hmm. and that video changed my life. There's a before that video and an after that video for me. Mm-hmm. So he is just the right amount of leader material. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, mm-hmm. you can tell that he's just carrying a big burden by being the leader of this group like he's not a person who aspires to leadership but he's just a great leader that's Mm -hmm. jb yeah i tried to like someone else and that someone else was bam bam and i really wanted to get into his fuckboy energy but it was a little bit too much for me so i love bam bam i support him i support all of the members and i respect all the members like i always said but i ended up just understanding that it was jb for me and he has my full attention now. He's also broody. Uh, and he looks like a rapper, but he's not. A lot of people mistake him for a rapper when they first lay eyes on him because he kind of has that vibe. He used to have this like really crazy, insane piercing under his eye on top of the cheekbone. And there's just something so mysterious about him. Like his own members have never been to his apartment. And you know that you are a kinky motherfucker when you don't want to have your own idol group. <laughs> in your home so i stand that part about him we we know why he didn't have his own <laughs> now we know. In the group. <laughs> now we know if you guys we if you guys don't know what we're talking about just google jb controversy <laughs> and you know what we're talking about let's just say really quickly three words to describe the issue instagram <laughs> wall art that's enough that's all you need to know yeah yeah that's, that's, good. that's good that's good that's good so we know and also that video of their choreography when his necklace goes into his mouth accidentally but it's also the most bdsm footage of my life hello how can i not even jenny of blackpink liked it and as an idol she's not supposed to like shit at least <laughs> not. at least not anything related to men so you know if she decided to like it it was because you know she had no choice. And honestly, she had no choice. So so moving on, we're going back in time. <laughs> I was a little shady, but not really. We love this group. We're moving on to Shiny. They've been around literally forever. And even though their music isn't always to our taste <laughs> and their styling is a little questionable, they're also super catchy. And honestly, for them, it's all about personality for us. And they're the idol's idol. I'll start. So a brief intro with me and Shiny. I got to know Shiny because Laura kept telling me (laughs) about Temen. And I would let her share her catchphrase (laughs) that she talks about so much in her blurb or spiel about Temen. But I got into Shiny just because let's start by the fact that Shiny has the hardest debut song of all time Mm -hmm. of all groups indisputable replay is a cultural reset 
Mm. and will always be a cultural reset. Yes. No one told them to snap that hard, yet they did. SM doesn't have a lot together when it comes to uh, Shiny, but Replay really got it right. So I got to really see that part of their musical background. And mm-hmm. with, with, with Shiny, you kind of go into it with a lot of curiosity because when you see the footage of them that is older than, I don't know, three weeks, you're like, what <laughs> decade did these people come from? <laughs> their hairstyles, their outfits. <laughs> or until like 2018 or maybe 2017 were extremely questionable so well no i mean like you know the the whole like come yeah, over mushroom yeah, like, yeah. okay hair. okay i was gonna say even even past 2017 and 18 it was questionable last week i'm not talking <laughs> it's never not gonna be questionable i do not stand the styling of shiny and let me make that very clear the styling <laughs> nunas have failed us for shiny completely so anyway I knew who Temin was and I knew who Mino was. And I was I thought he might be like a thing because he's so hot. And I also saw the the only drama that I've seen is Huarang and he was in it. So I have this like soft spot. I think he's an incredible actor and he's super talented. But I was looking in the wrong direction because turns out all along my bias and shiny is Mr. Kim Kibum himself key. So I'm obsessed with key. He is a sassy motherfucker and he gives no fucks about anyone or anything. And he will say what's on his mind. And I stand and I live. Key is super talented. He has the voice of an angel. Mm. He's, actually the one that has the most poppy voice out of the whole group that's true as an idol he's the one that emulates that idol vocals Mm -hmm. the most he's also a very talented just performer he's a great dancer he can do no wrong absolutely Mm -hmm. he he's not only a talented like uh singer and a performer but he is also so 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 good at being witty on the spot and that's why he's so popular in korean um what do you call them? variety shows variety shows because he has that personality he has that wit to like answer and answer and spew and spew amazingness and amazingness and it's just like how is he so perfect like oh my god it's incredible if you look up videos of you know every idol has like a thing of you can look up a compilation about them and there will be a <laughs> compilation about them of something specific with key you can look up key being savage and the compilations will be endless. And I love that. I love watching Great. it. Also, yeah. he's the best English speaker in the group. And that also undeniably makes it easier to connect to them mm-hmm. in particular. So I connect a lot to him. And I love him. One of one of our favorite things about Shiny is when they go live because they're so unhinged. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they're just, they really have no chill. So we love that. And when he goes live on his own, a lot of the footage that is collected for his compilations is of him live on his own because he's just so funny. And yeah. he, even though his emoji, oh, we didn't talk about this at the beginning, but every no. idol is represented with emojis, especially on Twitter when people are translating the, what they say. They use emojis because of the character limit. And in general, I think all the groups just have a way of representing mm-hmm. their members via emojis or whatever so because his name is key the emoji of the key is the one that's used for him 
but he is the most cat out of all the cats that have ever lived. He is an absolute cat, even though he has two dogs. Actually, that's what makes him a cat, that he owns yeah. dogs. Yeah. He's like, I, I'm not going to own my own species. I'm going to own the other one. He laughs at pain when he sees, like, I think he loves cringe and he loves to see people fail. And he just gets so much pleasure out of it. And that evil laughter, like he's a Disney villain. That's who he is. Is He mm. is a Disney villain. And I just love that about him. But at the same time, I think he is so, so, so sensitive. And it's not a competition of sensitivity of mm -hmm. like who's more sensitive than who. I think all artists in general are sensitive because they yeah. have to be because they connect to their emotions a lot. Yeah. But he is just really in touch with his feelings. He can really express himself when he's not doing well. And he is very strong for his members mm -hmm. but when he crumbles he crumbles and he's okay with that and i just love that about him so yeah. i stand my key i read a letter that he penned to one of his members and i i mean i i, I cry with certain things but this letter was so heartfelt and so understanding and it was so beautiful because you can tell that the relationship was so real. It, it it made me like cry because I I had never read something like that before. It's just worth mentioning that he, even though he may not show it, and this falls into I didn't mention this earlier in the or in the last week's podcast at this <clears> point, but. One of the things that I think has is a common thread among most of my biases is that they are what you would call a sundere, which is someone who looks very strong on the outside, but is actually really soft on the inside and loves their members. So the members that I like usually are very like bitchy mm -hmm. and not about the emotion PDA side, but they will drop their existence right away if someone calls for them. When you send me that letter, yeah. I've never seen, like you said, someone be so understanding and be able to put themselves in someone else's mm -hmm. shoes in such an that incredible eloquent way mm -hmm. and without judgment and without judgment yeah yeah so with <laughs> common theme for shiny i originally thought <laughs> my bias was nino because again i first started watching k-dramas and he's also an actor so I first knew him not as an idol, but as an actor. So it was one of those where I watched the dramas and I like would research the person and be like, oh, wait, what? He's an idol. So that's kind of how it went for me. You know, he's also like tall <laughs> and he's like athletic and he's a good actor and whatever. So at first I was like, oh, yeah, it's me. It's not. My bias is Temin. <laughs> and let me tell you why Temin is... <clears throat> The idol's idol. Every single idol, well, maybe not every single, but most fourth gen idols love Temin. They look up to him. Matter of fact, Temin is part of Super M, which is like this mashup of members from all different groups in SM. And every single person in Super M is in love with Temin. They want to be him. They've looked up to him their whole life. They can't believe they're so lucky they're in the same group as him. And like, I get it. He's wonderful. So the thing that Kathy was saying before that I always say was 
Temin crawled so Jimin could walk and Hyunjin could run. They're very similar in their performance. Temin is also one of the idols that can do feminine and masculine when he dances really well and put it together. Jimin is also one of them and Hyunjin is also one of them. So it's like Temin paved the way so Jimin could be who he is and they both did it so Hyunjin could be who he is currently. He is a wonderful performer. Like he has a pretty voice, but what I love about him personally is his performance. He is, he came out with the song called Move and it is a motherfucking work of art. Like, let me tell you. So he's always been known to be a really good dancer. That's who he is. So a lot of people pegged him as, okay, any of the solos that he does come out with are going to be super dance heavy. So you know what he did? He said, fuck you guys. I'm not going to do that. Move. It is a song. It's really good. But what really makes it is the visuals. The choreography is so hard. I have seen so many idols trying to do it. But if you're not a good dancer, it's not going to look good. Even if you are, there's just something about the the movement. Because again, it's ironic that it's a song called Move. And there's so little movement. It's so Mm -hmm. subtle that not everyone can hit that. Mm -hmm. And I I will interject right here to say, I sent my friend Lindsay, shout out to Lindsay. I know you're listening. I sent her the video of Temin doing move because I was trying to prove a point that Temin is the number one dancer in the K-pop industry. Mm -hmm. End of story. Nothing else needs to be said after that. Mm -hmm. And she said that her and her husband watched the video and they were both mesmerized by him. Mm -hmm. And like, Mm -hmm. that's just what Temin does. His stage presence is unmatched. Ryan loves Temin. Like we, we did that whole blended thing on Spotify. We were only 72%, whatever. It's fine. Um, and, I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. We and we're it. 96. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're 72%. But like in that blended playlist, Spotify tells you which song comes up because of whoever. Move is both of us. He mm-hmm. loves that song. Love and that. it's it's amazing. And Temin is one of those people, kind of like Jimin and in a sense, Hyunjin too, where they were placed in this earth to be loved and dance (laughs) and he's sensitive but very strong but also he just loves to be loved and I'm here to love him and I with Temin also military lady because he is currently enlisted he's gone through some rough times and I just hope they get him out soon and these 18 months are over because let me tell you he was not put in this earth to be part of the military he was put on this earth to dance and be loved and be an idol and be an idol's idol and that's all I gotta say about that we miss you Temin we're here for your comeback his v lives where he started speaking English because at the like right before he enlisted he started like trying to learn English oh my god iconic Adorable. 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 Woody baby cheese. Adorable. Yeah. 
So because we failed <laughs> I'm not making say. I'm not making this episode three hours long. <laughs> we figured that the rest of our biases, we were going to just speak very briefly about them. I don't know how we'll be able to do that, but we'll try. Yeah. And the rest we're just kind of gonna go back and forth volleying each other the members. So I'll just start really quickly. Mm-hmm. We don't talk a lot about girl groups. One of the girl groups that we stand unequivocally, oh my god, because their talent is just so supreme and their personalities are everything amazing, is Mama Moo. Oh. And my bias, to no one's surprise that knows anything, is Pasa because, first of all, she's a bad bitch. Her nails can come for me, have mm-hmm. come for me, mm-hmm. and have ended my life. And I was okay with it. It was it was fair. Mm-hmm. She is. She has a very strong face, extremely Mm. strong features, very feline. She's a fucking Leo, okay? Like, when Laura and I got into Mamamoo, we both got into our people, into our biases, and then we both were like, oh, we bring the same bullshit that we do for (laughs) the men, for the women, which is consistent behavior and I think should be applauded, but that's besides the point. So she's a Leo. I love her. She's such a bad bitch. I stand her and I worship the ground she walks on. Mm-hmm. honestly every single person in mamamoo is a bad bitch let's be honest but Fasa is the baddest of the baddest bitch my bias is solar because she's a leader <laughs> you know what i do she's extremely talented her voice is amazing and you know she's also a bad bitch in her own right i heard about the story where she started questioning why like guys could like rip off their shirts and take off their shirts in the stage. So she said, you know what I can too. And so she did it. She also had this performance in Korea, which is a pretty conservative society where she was pole dancing in the middle. Like, come on. Like, how can you not love her? She's an absolute risk taker, trendsetter, incredible. And she really is. She has earned her right as the leader of that group 20 times over, honestly. She's also the oldest. (laughs) Yeah. For our next group is Tomorrow by Together or TXT, which they don't like it when you call them TXT, but Mm. ain't nobody got time to say Tomorrow by Together all the time. Or the song titles. Or, yeah, bro. Jeez. My bias. Funny story. Couldn't (laughs) remember his ass. (laughs) Ever. I knew the other four members by heart. I knew what they look like, their names, their zodiac signs, everything about them. This motherfucker, I was like, what's his name again? How do you write his name again? How do you say these things? Cut to me simping for this (laughs) man, technically, because he was born in like 99, but like he's a freaking fetus, bro. His name is Yeonjun. He's actually the young of the group. He's the oldest Mm -hmm. one. He is an incredible performer. They, mm-hmm. and by they, is a very loose term. I'm pretty sure Hive or Big Hit, like, mm-hmm. infiltrated this into the culture. They call mm-hmm. him the fourth gen it boy because he's so talented. I don't argue with it because he really is. He's an incredible mesmerizing performer. He really captures you when he's on stage. He was chosen as Artist of the Month last year by Studio Chum, and his performance was delicious. He's beautiful to look at. He's a very graceful dancer, and I have nothing else to say other than I'm obsessed and I was wrong yet again, and <laughs> I live with my choices. That's it. So, again, no surprise. I bias the leader. His name is Subin. This and- speed round is really going to expose your ass <laughs> with your leader bit. bias. Like, really. So, he's the leader, and sucks for him because he's the only introvert in the whole group. 
<laughs> so he he kind of struggles in that sense a little bit, but I love that he uh, took on the role of MC in was it Music Bank? I never know the difference between Music Bank or yeah. Music Core. One of the music shows, mm. yeah. In one of them, and and I love that you know he's putting himself out there, and he's also really really tall, really oh tall. God, and you know what, leader tall puts himself out there. That was it for me. He's a hot guy. Oh, self-proclaimed hot guy. I felt a little uncomfortable knowing that he was born in 2000, but that's besides the point. He's also a Saji. His birthday is a day oh, after yeah. Jin's. So three days. It just, it just makes sense. Our next group is EXO. I, I've been trying to get Kathy into EXO for the longest time. I think they make bops upon bops upon bops. And my bias in EXO is Bacon. Let me tell you, he is. Okay, so we know Jin is my old, right? But right underneath Jin, like right there is Bacon. He is perfect. He is a amazing singer, like amazing singer. And he can also dance. Let me tell you, he can also dance. And he's a little bit of a bully. <laughs> All the EXO members are a little scared of him. And like, they should be he's perfect but he's one of those people that like even though they might be a little mean everybody still loves him which I think I can relate a little bit and uh I am also a military lady here <laughs> I'm just military and also, lady and also leader bias because he's a leader oh, of yeah. super m he's the leader of super m so also that he's not that tall though <laughs> so moving on to our next group astro i want to talk first about astro because i've had a weird well i guess it's not that weird so i first (laughs) it's really following your pattern yeah it is it is it is so the thing is i first started i've mentioned this a million times i first started with k-dramas and one of the ones that i've watched First was my ID is Gundam Beauty. So uh, the main actor or the lead, the male lead in that uh, show is Cha Anu. I think I'm. I don't think his. that we are equipped <laughs> to pronounce his name. So um, so I I watched my ID is Gangnam Beauty, and he was the male lead. Anu was the male lead. And I didn't like him there because it was one of his first dramas and he wasn't a really good actor. He he was just he was just a pretty face, to be honest. Um I was wrong. Well, he, no, I'm just like you're just like, oh, he was just a pretty face. And I'm like, uh, your list of visuals, hello? Yes, but like all my visuals, he also is a very talented man. He is not just a pretty face, and it bothers me when they when all they mention is his pretty face. He is a pretty good dancer. He can sing pretty good. And he is a good actor. He has grown so much in the acting world. And you know what? I love him. He's With that my, said. <laughs> he's not my only bias. <laughs> this is one of the only groups where I have two. Um, my second bias is Jinjin, the leader, obviously. He's a uh, thick adorable and he did this show with dive studios and that was it for me i fell in love he's he's adorable but he has big dick energy and that's all i can ask for 
for me, Astro, I started watching them because of Laura shoving <laughs> Cha Unu's moon eyes to me. Mm. Half moon smile eyes. Oh, so perfect. So I started watching them and I fell in love with Rocky, who is a broody rapper. Mm. The end. That's all I have it's to say. True. It's true. So <laughs> SF9, I think the first time that we saw them was during Kingdom when we were watching uh, the show this earlier in 2021. And Laura also started sending me pictures of them. And there's one member that kind of looks like Jimin if Jimin was more manly. His name is Dawon and he is gorgeous. And mm. I thought he was my bias. But then when I saw Kingdom, I got slapped in the face by Taeyang and his beautiful body and his dancing. Mm. So that's my actual bias. Even though there's like three Leos in the group and they're all kind of try to come for me. Mm. But I haven't let them because I'm trying to have some dignity and self-respect. She's strong. Um, for me, the first time I heard of SF9 was, again, because of K-dramas. Rowan, probably butchering his name, is an actor, and so is Chani. And so I knew about them because of K-dramas. But honestly, in SF9, I'm just flirting. I am just getting to know everybody. Right now, I have a couple that are, like, calling to me, but I haven't really decided. It's Rowan, Chani, Hyuyoung, and Dawon. I am so sorry, guys, and your names. (laughs) But really, they're just extremely good-looking, and their music's pretty good. Just think that they would also have a hard time pronouncing our names if they tried. Oh, yeah. Laura's hard. <laughs> now, like, just like Laura said that she's just flirting with SF9. Mm-hmm. I'm also just flirting with NCT. Mm-hmm. It's a miracle that I'm even giving them the time of day because <sighs> when I heard that it was 23 members, I was like, ain't nobody. And I mean, not a fucking soul got time for this shit. But mm-hmm. with that said, their subunits do make it a little bit easier to, like, get to know them on a more streamlined basis Mm. and i really only know six members in total i know taeyang i know mark i know ten i know lucas i know johnny and i know jayan and i love them all and Mm. i am also just flirting yeah for me i thought i was flirting but i'm not because i love leaders so obviously i'm gonna love the leader of nct127 which is taeyang and I, for a long time, couldn't look at anybody else because I was focused on him. He is a rapper. He is center pretty much a lot of the time. And like, truly, it makes sense. And I I just love him. Just really quickly, out of the six members I know, four are associated with feline shit. So that's just putting that out there. Yeah. And then finally, we're going to talk about groups that like, we don't both share somebody that we bias. Um, for me, let me tell you all about my current love, my current discovery. I am going through the honeymoon phase and I am so excited. <clears throat> I'm going to break everything. We're going to talk about 17 and my bias, which it's a little early. Because I am still very, very young into 17. But I don't care. I already chose one. I know it's not going to change 100%. I know myself. And it's Uzi. Oh, he's so cute. (laughs) So he just dropped his first, like, solo. And it is so good. It's like, it reminds me of the rock band Jet. Like, that kind of vibe. That kind of, like, British rock 
early 2000s vibe. And it is so good. He's so talented. He produces and writes like 90% of 17 songs. And surprisingly, he is literally a short king. He is my height. He's so cute. Also listen to Ruby. My group that I stand by myself and I just stand <laughs> because of him, because TikTok <laughs> brought me to him or him to me, is P1 Harmony's Kiho. He's also the leader. He is an American Korean, so I just love that I can hear him talk like us, and I connect with him very easily. He feels like a baby brother to me. And then finally, I don't really have a bias in this in this group, but I do like a lot of the members. But Kathy does have a bias, and that's B two B. Yeah, so I. We got to know B2B because of Peniel having his job at Get Real Podcast. And then once they entered Kingdom, we got to know the rest of the group. Mm -hmm. And when I saw the hottest fucking man, <laughs> because he is so delicious. <laughs> his name is Minhyuk, but there's so many Minhyuks in the industry that he has a nickname. So it's Huta or Huta, or I don't even know how to pronounce it. I've never heard it out loud but he is a rapper and he just came out on like 35 men's health cover mm -hmm. pictures because he is lean cut delicious just pure muscle could never relate don't want to relate but I do want to lick that's all <laughs> I have to say <laughs> and he's a very talented rapper too so he's great Love if him. I were to spontaneously pick a bias in this group it'd be Sungjae because again K-dramas I know him from a K-drama and he was so good in it that I can't help but love him so if I were to just uh, pick like whatever that'd be him but I'm not sure yet but we're also very obsessed with Uncle Unki because oh my god the leader of B2B is everything Perfect. Perfect. and when he tries to speak English it's oh, so god. fucking cute the most adorable thing I've ever seen he's so cute And I recently saw a TikTok where they're like, oh my God, he is so good looking. He's so hot. And you know what? I'm, a, I'm like this close to joining that train because, you know, he deserves it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and his voice is leader. like delicious. His voice is so good. When so they did good. the vocal unit Oof. performance for Kingdom with him, Jungho and uh, Sungmin. Sungmin. My God, that was one. Of, I showed my dad. I showed yeah. all my family that I can't get into K-pop. <laughs> I showed them that performance because it was just so breathtaking. Their it vocals was. are incredible. I, so agree, I agree. I agree. We stand. We, we, stand we truly do. My closing thoughts for this monster of a two-parter episode that did not set out to be this long, but it is, is that as Laura and I have gone down this rabbit hole and down this path of choosing biases and finding out things about ourselves that maybe we didn't know that were below the surface and other things that were very clear and we were just avoiding. We've mm. also come to see that most of the biases that we pick have a special bond within their groups together. Mm. So like Laura likes Jen as her alt. My alt is Sugar. Jen and Sugar have a very special relationship. And this is not to say that they don't get along with someone mm. in the group. Like Most of these people, most of these groups that we stand, they really do get along among themselves. So Suga and Jin 
do have great relationships with everyone else within the group of BTS. Mm -hmm. But because they're the oldest ones, they kind of were like the mom and dad of the groups mm -hmm. at some point. They also were famously roommates, but oh. they say roommates because their L and R's are the same. So it makes our heart burst into a million tiny pieces. And Sugar loves to say that his favorite Jin song is Epiphany because it's a beautiful song. And it really is. I, it's all about self-love. So I love that message. Mm -hmm. And he loves to praise Jin and all those things. So we will probably be sharing on social at some point in the coming weeks just how much our biases love each other, just like Laura and I love each other and just go so mm -hmm. well together and are 96% compatible on Spotify mm -hmm. and in life. So that's something that I really find heartwarming about this whole journey into our biases. Yeah. And so now that you know who we like and maybe a little bit of how we're like and what we're like, you should check out our Instagram and share with us who your biases are. And if you don't have biases yet, what are you waiting for? Just go consume some content and see who tickles your pickle. You'll have fun. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the MIA2K podcast. We have lots of great content coming up ahead. So please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you enjoyed our episodes, please rate us five stars. And for the real-time tea, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook by searching for at MIA2K Podcast. Dale! Bye!